Welcome to Brand Story, Inc. I'm your host, Jay Sharman. Every week, we sit down with smart folks to talk about innovative ways they are creating content to connect with their audiences. I'd like to say every company can be a media company, and this conversation hopefully helps you understand why. Joining me today on Brand Story Inc. is Stephanie Stahl. Stephanie has been the general manager for the Content Marketing Institute since 2016 and leads the brand's digital and event portfolios. She lives in the D.C. area with her husband and many pets. Loves it when her daughters make visits home from college. I mean, who doesn't? Also, Content Marketing World, which is the seminal event for the content marketing World brings together brand marketers, agencies, content creators, creative designers, communications professionals, and more for practical learning and a healthy dose of inspiration. This year, they'll be live in Cleveland and virtual September 28th through October 1st with plenty of content, 100 plus sessions, 200 plus speakers, networking opportunities before and after. Go to contentmarketingworld.com for more. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Hey, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me, and thank you for that great intro. Uh, I mean, I'm just excited. I've attended Content Marketing World. I've met, uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I should note, uh, you are not paying me to have you on. This is not an advertisement. It's just a, an endorsement from me of someone who's attended. So I, I figured we'd start there. I mean, so exciting to actually talk about an actual event that will have people in person. Uh, Content Marketing World. Back in person, September 28th October 20th, to October 1st in Cleveland, Ohio, as it always is when there isn't a pandemic. And for, for some that aren't familiar with Content Marketing World, explain to them what it's about. Yeah, sure. So it is the biggest content marketing event on the planet, I think I can say. Nice. Um, and if, you, you know, if you're responsible for content creation, using content and marketing, promotion, social media, uh, demand generation efforts, sales enablement, any of these things, this is the event for you. And I didn't, I didn't make this phrase up. One of our sponsors did a few years ago, but I love it so much. You know, it's, it's, it's really all about, you know, making good marketers great Hmm. and great marketers even better. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's our goal each year, you know? Um, and, you, you sort of mentioned in the intro, there's a lot of content, right? We are a content marketing world. You know? yeah. um, and I, I actually sent out a note today to our community too, to say, you know, this is the kind of event that makes your brain hurt in a good way. Because <laughs> there's so much to learn. There's so much practical information. Um, you said, you know, a healthy dose of inspiration at the start. And that's so true. And so there's really something for everyone, whether you are just getting your feet wet in content marketing, whether you've been doing this for years and have mastered it, and now it's time for you to do something new and different and even better than what you've been doing. And, you know, we've got some of the best speakers in the business to come to hear. It's a great chance to share ideas with your peers. And, you know, it's a great place to have fun too. We, we like to have fun. Yeah, it's, 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 um, I love it because it's, it's one of those places where you get to nerd out, right, as content marketers in the hallway over cocktails with folks. And it's it's just um, it's kind of neat to be totally immersed in the culture of content marketing at all levels. And, and I, I, I truly say this. 
Um, I, I mean, I just said, you know what? I started looking at some of the speakers that I had coming on Brand Story Inc. And the connected thread was that they were all speaking at content marketing world. So I figured we might as well do a whole theme here. So to that end, you know, I have Melanie Diesel coming on, author of the Content Fuel Framework on the next episode. I've got uh, Marcus Collins coming on. Uh, share some of the headline speakers with us and then maybe p- potentially, you know, knowing that they were coming out of a pandemic, uh, maybe some of the central themes that you're looking to address at Content Marketing World this year. Yeah, sure. Um, you just mentioned two great ones right there, uh, for sure. Um, we, you know, a lot of the names um, for past attendees will be familiar. We like to bring back, you know, many of the favorites, uh, Andrew Davis, Doug Kessler, mm-hmm. Ann Hanley, uh, Andy Crestadina, uh, Lee Judge will be back this year, Jay Bear. I mean, I could go on and on right. and on. There's so many great speakers, but we also have a lot of new speakers. And when I say new, I mean new to content marketing world, not mm-hmm. necessarily new as a speaker um, that, you know, we're excited to share with the community as well. And so that's kind of, that's really what we try to do each year in terms of of a balance. You know, we want to bring back the favorites. We want to bring back the speakers that got the high scores from the attendees Mm -hmm. and, and have them share, you know, something new with the audience. But we also like to bring in fresh perspectives and, and new brands. And, and um, that always makes for a nice mix of opportunity to learn and to connect. Mm -hmm. So uh, really excited about that. You know, our Uber theme this year is connections, right? Mm -hmm. So because we're so <laughs> desperate for it on the one hand, right? Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're all like craving that in-person human connection, but it's also really about what we've been doing for the past year, almost year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Finding ways to stay connected, finding ways to continue to learn. Um, you, you know, you've seen numbers, I'm sure from various studies about just how much digital marketing and digital content advanced over Mm -hmm. the past year because it had to it was already doing so but because it had to even more so it it sort of sets up a really interesting time in our industry and in a marketer's career for taking all of that energy and you know trying new ideas all the experimentation and really forming a strategy for the future and so it's you know and 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 also you know while we're all craving this in-person connection we don't expect everybody's going to show up in person we're Mm going to have a very robust Mm -hmm. virtual environment too because we realize you know maybe not everybody's ready to travel Mm -hmm. they may have budget restrictions they um you know whatever the case may be so we're going to make it possible for people to get in on the fun and the education uh digitally as well great Check out contentmarketingworld.com for more. And while it's a tentpole event for the content marketing industry, as you talked about, it's also part of the Content Marketing Institute, Your, you know, the day-to-day job, the 360, what, two other days of the year. Uh, one of the go-to authorities in content marketing. Explain the origin story of CMI and what it's evolved to become today. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, so Content Marketing Institute started over a decade ago. And it's not that content marketing was created a decade ago. It's actually been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some really interesting examples that go way back and mm-hmm. it's been around for a long time. Not everybody called it content marketing, right. but essentially the discipline, what people were trying to do has been around for a while. And and CMI was created to really try um, to help brands 
really strategize on their content strategy, but also on their audience building. And that's really kind of the, the, the differentiator, right? I mean, mm -hmm. there's content, there's marketing, there's content marketing. Um, Michael Brenner actually did a great article many years ago on this very topic, but for us and for the brand, the, the, the reason that we exist, you know, so to speak, is that we try to help brands build their own audience. I mean, I think everybody realizes the value of first party data mm -hmm. these days, and it's mm -hmm. only going to get even more valuable as a currency. Um, but to be able to have your own audience that mm -hmm. you can market to ultimately sell to, I mean, that's, that's the sweet spot, right? I mm -hmm. mean, we all are creating content for many different things. We're creating content, um, you know, for campaigns or uh, to help a sales team sell something or content for the website, whatever the case may be. But when you can actually, and I'm doing this in quotation marks, you can't see me, but <laughs> when, you can, when you can own your audience, mm -hmm. when you can build a community, that's where the magic happens. And you know, while we do put on this big event each year, uh, we really are a, a sort of a 365 digital brand. You know, we try mm -hmm. to surround the events with great content and, and a lot of it's connected too, so. Well, I mean, to that end, fun. I mean, I think you've got a pretty tough bar, right? Um, we talk about content marketing of content marketing quite a bit on this podcast. It should maybe call it the meta podcast, but uh, you have to practice what you preach. So what, I mean, you've you've got a significant social media following, highly engaged, um, you know, to your point, significant first party data in terms of emails and whatnot. But walk us through some of the content you're producing right now, the formats, the organizational structure you have to support this. Pull the curtain back on CMI for us. Yeah, sure. So every day we publish uh, something on our blog um, that is designed to help marketers or content creators do something it's usually highly practical mm -hmm. and maybe they're already doing that something but this might help them do that something better so we have a steady stream of practical content that is published on the website every day uh, we also host a weekly webinar mm -hmm. on an important topic um, we added this year to our mix which has been so much fun a couple of different uh, live stream shows first time we've ever done live streaming um, you know, mm -hmm. on our social network. So we added a, you know, a Monday show that brings in an expert from the industry, often a speaker at one of our events. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes we bring in, you know, our own staff, you know, to talk about something that we're doing or something that some way we can help the community learn something. And then Tuesdays, we have Twitter chats. Again, mm -hmm. often, often a speaker, you know, is involved or one of our writers, you know, for the blog. So we connect the dots on our community in so many different ways and you know it, it and that's what makes it feel like a community too mm -hmm. you know you might see a certain speaker at the show but you might read something from them on our blog or you might see them on a webinar or a live stream or you know a, a video on our site or something like that so we try to keep all parts of the brands uh, in sync and connected all the time so that we're telling the right stories we're telling the stories that our community is asking us for you know i think it's um as we segue into, into social media here, I mean, really robust. You have a, in the spring of 2021, as we record this, you've got over 200,000 email subscribers, 150,000 plus Facebook followers, 300,000 plus Twitter followers. You're on LinkedIn where you've got nearly 100,000, YouTube, 25,000 subscribers. You're in a lot of places. 
Um, and again, I mean, we talk a lot about not getting caught up in vanity metrics, but you have a really high um, brand value. And so your engagement, to your point, it's the right followers um, and people who want to be connected with you. And so I'm really curious. One of the topics we have on here is about social media and platforms and being where your audience is and making sure you're getting in front of them. So how do you as content marketing Institute look at the platforms that are most relevant to you and how you decide when or how to expand into new mediums, knowing that you know, just look at 2021 and Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces and all these new you know platforms and platforms within platforms are emerging. I'm curious about your take to social for your audience. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, we followed um, through the years have followed similar advice to what we offer to mm-hmm. our audience, you know, and, and that is don't try to do everything at one time. You know, start with a channel, master the channel, move on to something else instead of trying to be everywhere in an okay way, mm-hmm. you know, be somewhere in a really good way and then build on that. And that's what's happened with CMI through the years. And, you know, with a decade of business behind us, it's enabled the team to be in multiple places. But we're not just jumping on every, you know, super hot trend. We mm-hmm. might dabble. You know, Mm -hmm. we might do a little dabbling and see if we think it's for us, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And eventually get there. Uh, But really, you know, what's what's so key to it is the fact that we have a community manager who is paying attention to everything that's going on on Mm -hmm. social media all day, every day. And she's amazing. Her name is Manina Wagner. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. And she's, you know, she's she does a lot of social listening. she helps us connect dots to, you know, oh, I'm hearing a lot about this in the community. Maybe we should write an article about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that should be a topic uh, for the event or something like that. So it does take dedicated resources to nurture the social community for sure. Um, and I think, uh, you know, that's that's sort of a danger spot for a lot of brands because they want to be in 10 different places, yeah. but they don't really have the people or the resources to mine those places. And um, that's really helped us build this, you know, community that is always willing to give us feedback, who connects with us in different ways. And, you know, some people love Twitter, some people love LinkedIn, um, some people are super active on Slack, and we want to be in the places where they are, where mm-hmm. they want us to be. And mm-hmm. so um, if well, we find that they want us to be in Clubhouse, we'll be in Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think to that point, right, I mean, you go to your you go to contentmarketinginstitute.com and the topic headers there are a good proxy for the categories which have could have their own series, ongoing year-round weekly series of podcasts, right? I mean, you look at your drop-down menu, you have operations, you have ROI slash measurement, visual, social media, content creation, SEO strategy, goes on and on and on. So based on your own measurement of content effectiveness, kind of building on what you just said, Share how you evaluate your content marketing and how it drives your content creation. What particular topics in spring of 2021 are you finding to be most resonant? Yeah, and so this is this is an important discussion for so many things because, um, you know, one, we, you know, like a lot of brands and certainly media brands, one, we, we look at um, organic traffic. You know, mm-hmm. we want to know where, what, what are people going to, mm-hmm. you know, what topics are getting the most attention? Um, same kind of thing when we have a live event. Which of those tracks and then which of those sessions had the biggest attendance and what kind of feedback did we get on them? Mm-hmm. So that we're constantly changing things so that 
we're meeting those needs. So that list that you just, that drop down mm-hmm. you just read, that might change, mm-hmm. you know, in, in six months, mm-hmm. that might change in three months. It depends mm-hmm. if we're seeing a topic that's, you know, super important, then um, we may rally around it and make sure we're giving the audience enough content that they're, they're craving. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some hot trends that we've seen come out of uh, 2020 that we're thinking about now, um, you know, visual storytelling is a big one. And that's not surprising, right? We, mm-hmm. We've all been doing visual something, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, over the past year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people who have never had to, you know, speak on a video, uh, record a video, speak on a video webinar. I mean, have many people did that for the first time, yep. you know? Um, and so this, this, you know, idea of visual storytelling and how it can be so human, you know, you can, how the stories can be so human because you're connecting with the person, you know, um, it, it's, you know, it's been a big one for sure, for sure. And it's so, um, it's so interesting you say that. I mean, just, it, it sparks something that, um, we did in our company, right? And so we have a Monday staff meeting at Teamworks Media. It's obviously we're, we've been virtual like most people since March of 2020. And one of the things that I decided to do, I always said, you know, as the CEO of the company, there's always that Sunday night stress of like, okay, I got to lead the staff meeting and put the agenda and kind of lead it. And, you know, I just said, you know what, this is a great opportunity. And so what we do is we rotate every week. And uh, one of the things we started integrating is twice a month, we have people kind of do like a personal journey where they tell background story, you know, how they got to our company. And it's been fascinating, right? Because here you are, you spend all this time in person, and to your point, uh, to the larger theme of connections, we're finding these things with colleagues, five, 10 plus years you've worked with that you never knew, and it's taking like virtual visual practice and presentation to find those things. And so, you know, to your point, it, it's it's just fascinating how in-person doesn't necessarily always mean um, connected, and then like you were also in the business of, of content creation. And so that visual and how you show up visually now, I mean, everything's everything's a communication touch point or a branding opportunity. And it's, you know, it's a little stressful, but it, it, I, I think the stakes have been raised for, for all of us in the industry and on how we show up to these types of things. I love that story. That's fantastic. I mean, what a what a great way to get to know your team a little bit on a whole different level, right? It's a yep. whole different level. That's awesome. Yeah, That's great. it's fun. It's fun. So one of the things on that theme, you talked about, you have many content properties. And I saw you have Chief Content Officer, one of your magazines. And I read the past issues feature you wrote on the rapid rise in live streaming, especially for B2C. Explain this rise and perhaps maybe specifically an example or two um, so folks that are cracking the code on rising above. Yeah, I mean, that is, we saw in, in our um, annual benchmark research this year, both uh, sort of the B2C cut we do and the B2B uh, that we do, um, a pretty significant um, growth rate for uh, brands or agencies who are doing, who really either doing live streaming or doing live streaming for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a, t- a big trend for 2020 that, you know, I think will continue for a long time because, again, it was this this way that all of a sudden, you know, a person or a brand um, could connect with their mm-hmm. followers on a social channel in the push of a button. And I'm not really exaggerating too much on that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that difficult from a technological standpoint to make it happen. 
And to be able to have that instant, hey, I'm here, you're here, let's chat, you can see me, I can see your messages, uh, let's talk about a topic. Oh, you want to talk about that topic? Okay, yeah, we can talk about that topic, you know, mm -hmm. and, and have it truly be an interactive discussion. And so it, I mean, it prompted our brand to, you know, want to try it out and we're loving it. I mean, we're loving it. Um, you know, I'd mentioned the show before that mm -hmm. we have on Mondays where we bring in an expert. Uh, we also have a creative show that our creative director and um, someone from our community put on a creative show and they make it so much fun but mm -hmm. if you're in the creative design space mm -hmm. it's it's um, so much fun and so um practical too you know to learn from um but there have been i mean you see it in fashion you see it in nutrition mm -hmm. um you know i love what business week does i mentioned it in the article actually i love mm -hmm. what they do uh, with the the business show that they have. What I mean, about it is it that you like so much? What what is that, that I, makes it stand stand out to you? Well, so on that show, it, uh, Dory Clark does it, mm -hmm. and she always has a fascinating guest, mm -hmm. and she doesn't always ask the guest exactly the questions you think she might ask, mm -hmm. right? You know, um, and sometimes the tangents can be so entertaining as well. But I always feel like, you know, I just learned something mm -hmm. and that was really entertaining. You know, yes. she's a very good interviewer, yes. you know. Yeah. Um, so but I mean, you if you've got an interest in something that focuses on what your career is or a hobby or anything, there's a chance that there's a pretty awesome live stream yep. out there to watch. It's so. the beauty. It's the beauty of the world we live in, right? Yeah. So, so to that, and I, I think content marketing, obviously no longer a nascent industry, and you said, you know, its origin story goes way back when it was called something different. It still seems to me like we're in the early innings of this game in the B2B industries. How would you describe where businesses are in the adoption curve of content marketing as a meaningful pie slice of their marketing budget? Yeah, I mean, you would think that for as long as say the content marketing institute has been around that you know this is a mature industry and, and it really isn't i mean there are some plenty plenty of brands that have been doing you know amazing content marketing for years but we still offer some 101 courses mm -hmm. um for the very reason that some are actually just trying it for the first time yep. and um, we're finding you know, that, by either... the way, we're finding that, especially in the small to mid-sized business category, mm -hmm. quite a, the pandemic just forced, especially people who were, you know, the the T and E folks, I call them, the golf, bring you golfing, go out for drinks and cocktails, and that's how you met, and you're forced to not be able to connect, and it was that's we started getting some specific business that way, right? And it, I just I'm amazed at the the number of 101s that are out there still. Which I think is still pretty yeah. cool. It's, I'm not judging. I think it's it's great opportunity, and and um, I just always have a hard time handicapping where we are in the in the adoption curve. Yeah, and when we do our, our um, annual budgets and benchmarks um, study, we we look for that too, and you know we see the I'm just getting started mm -hmm. to the I'm an expert. Not you know not a ton of you know, any brand who feels like they've fully mastered it mm -hmm. and they nailed it and they don't need to do anything new. That just isn't true, you know, right. but, um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, we make sure we don't lose sight of the fact that, 
Um, there are people either because of where they are in their careers or because of the, you know, the newness of a business that's been created or maybe a restructuring of a giant business or whatever the case may be, there's a need for education at all levels. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, we, we, we try not to lose sight of that either in our content that we produce or um, the sessions that we offer at Content Marketing World. Awesome. So now we get to flip the little personal. I'll try to be a, you know, I'll try to go there and be like business week with you and morning musts, a segment where we peek into your email inbox and social feeds to kind of learn how Stephanie Stahl stays on top of things in our content marketing industry. What are those things that are must for you each morning to stay on top um, of things? Um, okay. Um, that is a great question. Um, so I usually start my day well, depends on what, how early my day starts, but you know, <laughs> usually start my day. I like uh, the Morning Brew newsletter. Are you familiar with that? Oh, man. You know, I just posted. It is the number one most cited morning must on Brand Story Inc. Love it. Seriously? Seriously. Awesome. I, I just tweeted that last night. I was like, we're 68 episodes in or 60, and number one. And it's not even close. Love it. You know what I love about it? And I, I mean, people that listen to this regularly, like, oh my God, Jay, don't say it again. I, I never would have invested in it, no disrespect to Alex Lieberman, because it was like, really? Another business morning? I've got like 20 of them. And they just, it's to me, it is the perfect example of how, and it's like the Ann Hanley factor, right? They just yeah. write better. It just, they just, it's, it's just, it's the, the writing. The, the writing and the tone yeah. of voice. It's exhibit A of like, look, you can clear through the clutter by just being a better writer period it's so true i it's and i swear i didn't see your tweet last night so I, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel that from you but i really do i i read it i share it a lot you know i share it with people yep. you know because of a certain article or or whatever that i thought was really well but the writing is so superior yep. um and you mentioned ann hanley i love her newsletter for mm -hmm. the same reason the writing and you know she is known obviously for her great writing and I enjoy it. I mean, and I could, I could probably see something written somewhere else without a name or mm -hmm. anything attached to it. And I would know her tone. I would know the morning Bruce tone. And I think that's really important because, yeah. you brand know, voice. these are, they just, they, they exactly. have their brand voice just nailed so consistently. And they don't stray. Yeah. And it's, it's really fantastic. So very um, cool. Otherwise, you know, you'd see, I like Chris Penn's newsletter. I love all of Drew Davis's content, but especially his video content. God, is he good. Um, I love good. Drew Davis. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, um, I love, I, I actually met him at your content marketing world. It was the first time I was introduced to him way back. This is a while when his first book came out. I've had him on the podcast and, you know, his, he may be the single best B2B video marketer that I've seen out there. Just so He's good. amazing. Yeah. I don't know if you saw his piece he did on, uh, on creating great virtual events, but it is so chock full of great advice and he's the master at it. I yep. mean, he is so good. I mean, he's so good on a stage, yep. but he's also so good behind the camera. And he has the best case studies too. I love, I love Drew Davis. Awesome. All right. So, uh, uh, bedside book stand when you're not knee deep or neck deep in work what's on it what's a recent book that you've read that you might recommend for the community uh, just for fun gosh, it doesn't have to be a business book it's usually better if it's not 
just for fun. Okay, well, I'll say what is sitting there right now, which I have read, um, is I'm Judging You by Lovia Jai Jones. Mm. And uh, she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She actually has a new book, which I have on um, Audible. Okay. So I'm not really sitting on my stand there but um but it's an it's a new one it's she's really great uh she spoke at content marketing world last year okay um really really powerful message um she was part of she was one of the the women who headed up um share the mic Mm. last year on social where uh they would ask well-known popular celebrity whatever Mm -hmm white women to share their social feeds for a day with a black woman who they thought um, should be, you know, get more attention. And it was so amazing. It was so, so amazing. But she's also hilarious. I mean, her book is really fun. It's full of all kinds of really pointed advice, but it's also hilarious. So she's one of those, one of those writers who can educate and entertain so well. (laughs) I see a theme. Stephanie Stahl from Content Marketing Institute, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. So happy to be here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Brand Story Inc. We'll be back next week with another conversation digging into the ways companies are becoming like media companies. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give me a follow on Twitter at underscore Jay Sharman and on LinkedIn.